Welcome to Slaking Thirst, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. So today's the feast day of two awesome saints, Saints Timothy and Titus. Do we have anybody here named Timothy? Do we have any Timothys? We have no Timothys? Wow. Wait, there's one Timothy? Maybe. Raise your hand. Where are you? Oh, there we go. Okay. Happy feast day to you. Do we have anybody named Titus? No? All right. Well, hey, feast day of St. Timothy and St. Titus. Let's talk about real quick who these guys were. So Saints Timothy and Titus, they were uh, disciples, so students of St. Paul. So we all know about St. Paul. St. Paul was the great, uh, he was the great preacher of the faith. He was the one who Jesus appeared to when Paul was riding on the road to Damascus. He was persecuting the church. We've talked about Paul before, right? His name was originally Saul, Saul of Tarsus, right? He becomes St. Paul. So his students were Timothy and Titus. They were his, uh, they were his apprentices. He was their mentor. So the thing about Timothy and Titus, they were just regular people living regular lives who probably heard Paul preaching one day, were so enamored with his preaching, they said, we want to follow you, we want to know what you know, we want to live like you live. And so they became students of Paul, became students of Paul. They were were traveling companions of Paul, they traveled many, many miles with Paul, and eventually he had them... uh, just kind of, he put them in charge of like the communities that he established. So he would go to a certain town, preach the gospel, form a community, and then he would ask like Timothy or Titus to kind of be in charge of the community until he came back. In the New Testament, we have letters that Paul wrote to both Timothy and Titus, right? He's writing to them, encouraging them. That's what the first reading was that Devin read. The first reading was a reading that uh, was a letter from Paul. To encouraging Timothy and Titus, hey, you're doing a great job, but think about these things, right? One of the ways that I was thinking about both Timothy and Titus is that they were the apostles to the apostle. They were the apostles to the apostle. So we hear that word apostle all the time. Anybody know what the word apostle means? Ooh, right there, right there, right there. Someone who follows Jesus, that's really good. The word itself, I want to say apostelain. Apostelain, the Greek, the word apostle comes from the Greek root apostelain, which means to send or to be sent, right? So to be an apostle is to be someone that has been sent, right? In the gospel, Jesus talks about the harvest is abundant and the laborers are few. So he says, ask the master of the harvest to send out workers. Talking about people being sent, right? The apostles are the ones who are sent, and Timothy and Titus were the ones who Paul sent ahead of him, right? So if apostle is someone who is sent, this this begs the question, sent to do what? This is where our psalm comes in. It says this. This is what we sang. Proclaim God's marvelous deeds to all the nations. To proclaim God's marvelous deeds to all the nations. In other words, they were sent to tell the world about what God has done for us in his son Jesus, to tell the world about Jesus. This right there, that is the mission of the church. The church does a lot of awesome things, right? The church does some incredible things in the world. We feed more people than any other organization. 
We educate more people than any other organization. We take care of more people in hospitals than any other hospital. We created universities. We created hospitals. We created orphanages. The church has created and does so many amazing, powerful things. But the central mission of the church, listen, the central mission of the church is to proclaim the gospel. That's why the church exists, to proclaim the gospel, to tell the whole world about Jesus, to tell the whole world about Jesus, to tell the marvelous works of God to the whole world. Now, here's the question. Who is the church? It ain't just me or Father Joe or Deacon Roger, Deacon Rich. Everyone, point to yourself. Point to yourself. Point to your chest. Say, I am the church. church. Say it like you mean it. I am the church. You are the church, which means this is your mission. This is our mission to proclaim to the world, to tell as many people about Jesus. Like, and this is not a mission, guys. This is not a mission that's like, well, when I'm older, I'll start doing that. Like, or when I know more things, then I'll start doing that. No, no, no. Like, this is your mission now. This is our mission now, to just tell people about Jesus, to tell people about Jesus. And here's the thing, doing that, sharing our faith, telling people about Jesus, it can be kind of scary. I'll be the first to admit it. It can be kind of tough. It can be kind of scary because we often get afraid of being rejected. Like, what if I say this and the person doesn't like what I said? Or what if they reject my message? And Jesus in the gospel, he even says, I'm sending you, behold, he says, I'm sending you like lambs among wolves. That doesn't sound too good, right? That sounds like that's not good. That's not going to be a good day for the lambs. Who eats the lambs? the wolves. But this is where we need to have the full picture of the story in our mind. Because in our story, in the story of Christianity, the most powerful one is not the wolves. The most powerful one is the lamb, which sounds crazy. But if you fast forward to the very end of the story, the book of Revelation, the last book in the Bible, who you see sitting on the throne is the Lamb, who is Jesus, right? Jesus is the Lamb of God, right? So the most powerful one in this story, it's not the wolves, it's not the bears, it's not the dragons, it's not the tigers, it's not the lions. The most powerful one is the Lamb. The most powerful one is the Lamb. So when Jesus says, I'm sending you like lambs among wolves, he's saying, I'm sending you with great power. You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be afraid of this. Because the Lamb wins, and the wolves lose, which is awesome. So here's the challenge I want to give you guys. I want to give you guys a little missionary challenge this week because you are the church. You have a mission. You are part of the mission of the church. I want to challenge you guys to be missionaries a little bit this week. And what that means is I want to challenge you to tell at least one person. Could be your grandma, could be your grandpa, could be a cousin, could be the person bagging the groceries at the grocery store. It could be your waiter or your waitress. It could be the guy delivering your pizza. I don't care. Tell somebody this week, hey, you know Jesus loves you? I just want you to tell somebody this week that Jesus loves them. That's the mission. We have to say the name of Jesus. We have to tell people that Jesus loves them. Many people don't know that. Many people don't know that. Many people don't, hear, many people don't hear the name of Jesus all day long. So how awesome would it be, just imagine, just imagine that there's this random person. Let's say she's a waitress at a restaurant and she's having a really, really hard day. 
Maybe she's really struggling with something and she feels really sad and doesn't feel like she's got a lot of hope in her life. And let's imagine you come to that restaurant with your family and she comes over, she says, hey, can I get you guys something to drink? And you said, I would like a Pepsi, right? She goes, okay, she writes that down. And then you say, hey, before you leave, do you know that Jesus loves you? And you didn't know, but that one sentence, those little words completely changed her life. We don't know how these things affect people, but we have to be willing to try them. We have to be willing to do them, to say the name of Jesus, right? Because this is the mission of the church. Saints Timothy and Titus did it, and they pray for us that we would have the courage to do it as well. So you got your mission. You're going to be missionaries this week. Tell at least one person that Jesus loves them. Amen?